everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I'm Jackie Reed, and in for my cousin, Joanne Reed, is Christopher The play cousin. The play cousin. The play cousin. <laughs> the honorary play cousin. Oh, I always forget to speak into the microphone. I have it up. I'm Rihanna ready. I'm ready to go. She will, she will put she that will. mic up there, okay? <laughs> Don't play around. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. Ooh. Let's talk about the fact that Joanne is not here because she is dealing with some things. Yeah, Going we miss a, her so much. We do. We miss her. We love her. And we send her love and light. Yeah. And this too shall pass. Yes. That yes. is what I say. But, um, you know, what I, I, I'm going to... Follow in Joanne's footsteps and take the high road, the classy yeah, road, yeah. when it comes to talking about this situation and just say that, you know, there are some haters out for revenge, mm-hmm. going out, going, uh, trying to take her down. But um, we love Joanne. We so love her. And, and I want to get personal for a second. When I first met Joy in 2011, she yeah, came to the Yeah, because you worked with her at the Griot. Yeah, she came to the Griot's managing editor. Her first week meeting me, I told her my personal story. I was uh, going on paternity leave. I was having a kid with, you know, I'm a gay black man having a kid with my best friend, mm-hmm. Karina, who's lesbian and Dominican. And Joy just screamed. She wanted to celebrate. She threw me a baby shower at NBC, the, the one and only shower I had at 30 yeah. Rock. And she made me at a time when I was trying to sort of shrink myself and not be, you know, so loud about my journey. She made me proud of who I was and celebrated me and celebrated my very fabulous LGBT lifestyle and family. So yeah. whatever anybody's reading, it's all lies. No, it's all lies. you know, I consider her a dear friend. She is a dear friend um, who has a huge heart. She's such a wonderful person. Yeah. So I'm excited for this to pass. Yes. And for her to come back. You know, I should also say that simultaneously, she's dealing with a very serious health issue involving her youngest her son, son mm-hmm. who she talked about this on the podcast last week about his eye injury. And she said, you know, I t- asked her about it today and she said, you know, he's still struggling. She mm-hmm. said he's just mm-hmm. so, so, so for her as a mother, yeah. you know, for her as a professional, she's going through a bit of a storm. But, but we say, stand really, with her. Yes, we stand with her. And it puts things into perspective. Like what really matters is Miles, you know, her, her, her child yes. and his health, like Careers are great, yeah. but it's like as long as you have your health, as yeah. long as your son pulls through, you're, yeah. you're rich and you're you're blessed. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's gonna get through this, mm-hmm. we're all, and we're gonna be right there right? with her. We Just are her waiting. army. Just waiting. Listen, I'm tuning in. That Saturday. Wakanda salute. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to mm. fight for Joanne. <laughs> it's gonna be all right though. We send, we're sending her prayers and love and light, and everybody out there do the same on social media. Yes, you know she needs that support. Hashtag right now. why we love joy. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I feel love that. that. You came up. You came up with that. I love that. Why we love joy, or was it why we need joy? Why we need joy? Hashtag why we need, why we need joy. joy. It's the and, wine, y'all. I'm and sorry. T- it's listen, we started why early, we long need before. Joy. Why, hashtag why we need joy, and talk about you know why we need her right now. Mm-hmm. We need her voice. We need her presence. She's as the New York Times called her. She's the heroine of the resistance. Yes, and we need our heroine. And that right now. doesn't just go away. Mm-mm. That doesn't Mm-mm. just just Mm-mm. disappear. Nope. Because haters are coming for you. Ooh. Okay. Well, we're gonna move on. We're gonna have a good time. Yes. We're gonna wind it down. Mm-hmm. We are drinking. This is this has become one of my favorites. This is from the Sterling Vineyard. It's their California Sparkling Rosé from 2016, and I swear it is one of my. I think favorites. when I was here last time, we had this. Isn't it yeah, good? It was, ooh, it's good. It's I need good. a I case. Whole, I need a case. I need a couple a case of cases. Of this. Come while on, we playing. Sterling, come through. Mm-hmm. I need a case at home for Goss. this. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> we have so many things to talk about, but yeah. let's wind it down. Do you want to start? 
Since well, you're the you guest. Okay, I'll start. I'll okay, start. You start, insist. Start. Um, so there's a film coming out this weekend that a lot of you probably are going to go see, Avengers Infinity War. And I I'm very say, excited about this. Listen, I was excited for a, a big reason, and mainly because the TV spots that I've seen cut for it really showcase Wakanda. I saw yes. Chadwick Boseman. I saw the Niagara. I heard the Wakanda forever, the, you know, the drums. And I got to say, as someone who got to see it as an early screening, and they really held off screenings. Like, none of my friends that are critics that are big time, you know, entertainment journalists were in like weeks ago they we all went together on Wednesday to see the film and I wasn't impressed y'all I gotta say I was not impressed I was a little bit upset about it to be out to, to be honest I think that the world that Ryan Cooler created around Wakanda was just so groundbreaking and it felt so special for black audiences and I also felt like it was this unique uh, world for white audiences to see mm. in the comic book genre. And we didn't see Wakanda, or you don't see Wakanda, spoiler alert, in this film, this new Avengers film, until like 75 minutes in. And you're waiting what? around. I mean, I was waiting. I was yawning, y'all. I was literally yawning watching the movie. And about 70 minutes in, and it just does not feel as majestic and sort of as special as it did in Black Panther. And part of that is because Ryan Coogler is not directing this film. It's two directors, um, the Russo brothers I think their last name is Russo um, but it just does not feel special to me and 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 I gotta say some things go down I don't want to give it away that I think will leave a lot Might of black, well. black Panther fans a little bit upset really yes I don't is someone say what going is. to die I don't want to say what it is what but you guys if you're gonna go see it just be forewarned I did not love it okay well how would it. you rate it from one okay, to ten. Okay, if I was giving it out of five stars, I would give it three stars. Really? Yes, because I think the hype is so big for this film. And to me, again, I feel Disney's marketing it um, towards that Black Panther phenomenon and that yeah. audience that's just incubated and waiting for more Wakanda. And it's not that. You do not feel, you don't walk away doing the Wakanda salute and feeling like that mm -hmm. at all. And even minus that it's not a strong movie, you would say, on its own. Yes, I think that it was trying to be too many things and it was just, it was overstuffed. It was overstuffed. I mean, you have almost every single Avenger, every single Marvel superheroes in this film. It's not needed, in my opinion. Mm. And personally, I feel like if you think about it, as someone, you know, you talk about a lot of films and pop culture, the films that really make the big box office numbers now are only superhero films for the last 10 years. So this film really is a culmination of what Marvel and Iron Man and the, all these, fran these franchises have done. They've mm. dominated the box office for the past 10 years with the biggest numbers, and now this is like the end-all to be-all film, and it don't feel end-all to be-all. Oh, like, no. Enough is enough. I'm, I was going to go see it but now I'm not well you know what go see it and then text me halfway through because you'll be yawning too no I know you I, I think you'll be yawning text me halfway through I'll be mad because you know I will walk out of a movie <laughs> oh I know you will I know Listen. you will Acrimony. Yeah. I walked right on up out of that. Wait, so what's your wind down? Well, you know what? I was going to talk about one thing, but I think I'm going to talk about something okay. else because I think I want to stay in a, you know, stay in a particular lane okay. and stay away from another lane. Got you. So I'm going to talk about, you know, uh, my last um, wind down, I talked about this Twitter beef that erupted between Tarana Burke, you know, the mother of the Me Too yes, movement, yes. and um, Sophia Nelson, um, a good friend of mine for years. Yeah, I love who Sophia. Was on the Tom Joyner um, morning show as one of my guests, and we were talking about the latest charges against R. Kelly. Hashtag R. mute R. Kelly, mm. please. Um, everybody, Jesus. just join that. Um, and in it, she called out Tarana and the Me Too movement, and was like, "Y'all need to do more." You know, when it comes to R. Kelly, I'm paraphrasing, okay, but okay. that's basically what she said. 
Tarana wasn't happy. She, you know, sent me an email about it privately, but she said something to Sophia on Twitter. Okay. And wow. it turned into a Twitter beat. I didn't see Particularly it. when the followers of the two women got into okay. it. It got okay. pretty vicious. Okay. So I invited Tarana to be my guest on Tom Joyner on Tuesday, this, this past week. Tuesday, okay. this week, to kind of... You know, you got jobs, explain, Jackie. Listen, you got jobs. Listen. I don't know how you do it, but go on. I'm got sorry. Got jobs and checks. I have to give you props. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. So Tarana gladly came on to kind of talk about that. Well, what has the Me Too movement done when it comes to R. Kelly? What is your history when it comes to women of color? Because you've probably heard the argument, mm -hmm. and I presented her with that question. It wasn't just Sophia. A lot of women have been saying, and people have been saying, you know, what's going on with this? Um, recent um, installment of the Me Too movement and what's happening with yes. black women. We aren't yes. seeing ourselves as part of these stories or part of the media. And I think that's more the media's fault, the mm -hmm. media coverage of it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it gave Tarana an opportunity to talk about all of that and to talk about how she's been talking about R. Kelly and, you know, and, and talking about black women's issues when it comes to sexual uh, harassment and sexual yeah. assault for yeah. years. Okay. Um, so she was on our show. And in that interview, she said to Tom Joyner, who's, of course, part of the interview because it's his show, I'd love, you know, she said, part of the problem is, you know, that he gets support, and I'm paraphrasing again, from people like you. Um, you know, it'd be great if you stopped playing his music. Ooh, and I, wow. of course, because I work for Tom, I yeah. was like, oh, my gosh, she's calling out my boss. No. But Tom said, and I was so happy in this moment, he said, you know what? I'll do that. He said, I'm wow. going to stop playing his music from here on out. And she, and then she went That further. means I believe I can fly all, even the old Gone. stuff. Wow. Step in the name of love. I, I got to say, my six-year-old son, he loves I Believe I Can Fly. Why do you play that for I, that I don't baby? Believe, he found it on his little YouTube channel. He has his own little YouTube feed. You need like to a have a YouTube. conversation with him I about do. who R. Kelly is. It's a beautiful is. idea, though. Mm -mm. And he loves Michael Jordan. No. And Michael Jordan's flying in the air. No. He can't play it no more. Ban. Okay, you I'm banning ban it. I'm banning it. Or at least it. have a conversation about it. Girl, I ain't talking about what R. Kelly did. You need to. No. He needs to know. No, about I the didn't. villains of the world. No. So anyway, but she went further and said, because we did have R. Kelly on the Tom Joyner cruise a couple of years ago. And she said, you also, you need to stop supporting him. Like she letting knew about him, that? Yeah, of course. Everybody did. A lot wow. of people were upset about it. But I mean, I was, I didn't even go to the concert yeah. that night on the boat because I go on the cruise every year, but I was very upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he said, you know what? I won't support him anymore. It made headlines yeah. everywhere that he said that he was going to take a stand wow. against R. Kelly. Wow. It was such a great moment um, wow. this week for me. I just wanted to share that Let me ask you a quick question, though, down. and I'm curious what the viewers think about this, too. I interviewed R. Kelly listeners. a couple of years ago. Yeah. The listeners, I'm sorry. Ooh. A couple of years ago. And... I didn't do a hard, uh, like a hard hitting interview. You did. His publicist came to me, who's a friend of mine, um, mm -hmm. and literally told me, like, I normally don't vet questions, but it was a, a his new album called like the Buffet. I think it's called the Buffet. So it was like twenty two thousand and sixteen, mm -hmm. like in in the in the winter, and. They literally, he literally said, do not ask him about any of the past sexual assault allegations or rape allegations. And I said, you know what? I'm okay with that. I don't really want to bring him up. I feel like I wouldn't know what to say to move the discussion forward. So I'm curious to you, Jackie, as a seasoned journalist, if you got to bring R. Kelly in here and sit him down, are there, <laughs> is there a certain series of questions or a question that you would ask him that could vindicate him and help you move on no. and help people move on? There's no. nothing that you can ask him. There's nothing he could say. Only thing that he could say, it wouldn't help me move on, but it, if he said, I'm sorry, 
for all of the women who I have abused over the years. Um, you know, if he if if he apologized for what he has done, then I would feel better about okay. it. Okay, but he hasn't done that. I mean, I don't watch all of R. No. Kelly's interviews anywhere. No, he no. never has apologized. If there was some kind of an apology, um, and I should, you know, let me correct myself. Let me say he's been accused of, he's never been found guilty of okay. anything. Okay, um, But there are accusations, there are countless I mean, accusations videos. against him. There are videos, but the woman in, you know, the video where um, he's seen peeing on, mm-hmm. you know, this woman, girl, you know, she never said that that was her. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, okay. So she never stood up in a court and accused him of anything. Okay. You okay. know what I mean? So he's had several settlements, um, and there have been many accusations. The most recently I talked about um, on Joiner last week, this woman um, from Dallas who says that he gave her a sexually transmitted disease. Yes, I heard about that. Um, yeah. So... The only thing is for him to come clean, mm-hmm. put it that way. Um, to me, it starts with the marriage to Aaliyah when she was 15. Yep. Yeah. That raised all kinds of red flags for so many people, and it points to... Um, it didn't raise red flags for her parents. Well, you know, it, it should have. It should have, just yes. be, and, and just because someone's parents um, makes a bad decision... Does it mean that that girl deserves to be victimized? True. Do you true. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that. So you know, even though you can't look the other way when parents give consent on girls um, getting married, um, you you can't. These girls are victims. Yeah, it's victimization Bottom all Bottom the way line. around. There's nothing that he could say really other than to repent and apologize. I would need an apology because even though he hasn't found, he hasn't been found guilty. There's just so There's much so misconduct. Yeah. There have been so many settlements. I mean, it's just like, I, and I believe these women. Oh, I, I believe I, from these day women. one, I believe them. Yeah. From day one. From I believe these one. parents. I believe. So, no, I, mm-mm. and I don't believe in supporting his music. I believe the accusers. Yeah. Um, I believe that he is guilty. So I can't, you know, if, he, if I'm on a dance floor and his music comes on, mm-hmm. I walk off. Mm-hmm. I do not support him in any way. And I think that that's the kind of stand that we have to take as a community because it's the black community that continues to look the other way. I mean, he's on a tour right now mm. and he has a video on his social media. I just looked at it last week of black woman after black woman after black and grown ass black women up to him, you know, just panties. at the, at the concert saying, Oh, it was so great. I'm mm-hmm. so glad I got my ticket. It was the best concert ever. Or I can't wait for it to start. And, and it's a shame. Mm-hmm. It's a shame it's, that we uh, allow this to continue because we look the other way because it's been going on in our community for so long. Older men going after young girls and particularly Especially young girls. Especially in the girls. South as well. It's very, all over. It's, very, yeah. it's, 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 it's usually young girls in, um, you know, that don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That um, it's, and, and those are usually the girls that are preyed upon. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's it's unfortunate that it's allowed to go on. And I'm sick of it. But you know what? It. Props to Tom Joyner. Because yes. I feel like that his audience is the audience that loves those Step yes. in the Name of Love songs. You know, not the new R. Kelly, but the R. Kelly, like the 90s R. Kelly. Yeah, where they you love really all made that in the closet, work. mess. Yeah, so mm-hmm. props to him. Props yeah. to him. I listen. Mm-mm. 
I won't sing any of it. <laughs> I cannot, Someone sing, should re-record some of those good songs. Someone like, I don't no, know, Jesse because, he, some, because he's written most of it and true. he'll get money. That's Just true. let it die. Just let it die. bury it in okay. a, a time capsule R. in the ground. to R. Kelly music, Take y'all. all his song <laughs> sheets and just gasoline and... <laughs> Tell the folks how you really feel, Jackie. I can't, yes. R. Kelly. Yes. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. So moving on. I used to tell you that I loved you, babe, but nothing ever stays the same. So much to talk about. Now, I know that you do not watch The Walking Dead series. But wait, pause. I watched Fear the Walking Dead. Just Did for you? Just for you. This morning. <laughs> I watched the most recent episode Did just for you. you. Which one did you watch? Them in They're the like, stadium? And yes, in the stadium. They they have a farm. Good They're living, growing stuff. Good right? living. Animals. Livestock. All of it. Listen, I was so excited. Beans, greens, tomatoes. <laughs> yams. <laughs> you name you it. You name it. They got yes. it up in that stadium. But what I love... Um, about the Walking Dead and fear the Walking Dead now that we've had the finale for the Walking mm-hmm. Dead is just how these people will just rebound because yeah. they've been it's on this is the fourth season and they have been through it. This mm-hmm. family and their friends, this group, and here they are. Now they're in a stadium. They got all the walkers out because I'm sure that when they first found this property, there were walkers in yeah. there. They cleaned it out like they did in the hotel in season mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. And um, See, I watched that season of Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, you did? Yes, the hotel. Oh. This is four now, right? This is four. So I missed all of three. Yeah, three but was I'm in back Mexico. Now, y'all. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Three was in Mexico. So they moved around a lot. Yeah, but yeah. this is going to be, as I said last week, a different Fear, uh, Fear the Walking Dead. They're doing it completely different. Did you like it? I loved it. And I got to say, I got to give AMC props because I have not watched or even checked in on this show in the past season or whatever. But seeing but Coleman Domingo still alive, because normally they kill the brother off. Yes. And he's and in real life, I think he's, he's um, part of the LGBT community. Mm. Yes. Seeing him on the show... And alive and well, and actually having good lines. I yes. was like, yes, AMC. He's a, listen, yes. He is a survivor. No, he's a survivor. We and, love and he's him. A, he, I, I've met him in person several times. Have the you? nicest guy. The is nicest he? guy. And I feel like one of those working actors in Hollywood who still hasn't gotten that lead role. But I feel like after this show, yeah. someone's going to offer him like the lead role in a Netflix series. He has talent. He has. He is so talented. And, and I love me... seeing the younger brother who or the brother who Nick. was on drugs. Nick all cleaned up now. I know. He won't leave the count the, the compound. Thank God, because you know now he's afraid to leave the compound. He's always. But why is he afraid? Be uh, well. We know at the end of last season there was a damn explosion. There were a lot of things that went on. They got separated, and it just seems like they aren't even going to deal with that. Okay, okay. We don't. So we don't know why he's particularly afraid. But they are going to give us back. They're going to go back because in order to connect fear with The Walking Dead, they had to fast forward for this season of Fear, and they had to kind of move fast so it would be the same. So they would have that crossover with the character Morgan, who you saw the brother with the stick. Yes, 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 yes. That's Morgan. So, no, it was a really good episode. It's going to be a great season. I'm so excited. Well, I'm back in, y'all, officially. Good. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'll look for you to be live tweeting on yes. Sundays. Thank you Come very on. much. Now, there was a show that you wanted to talk about, a television show. What was it that you said you wanted to talk about when we came here? Something. And okay, I was like, let's okay. talk about it. Wasn't it wasn't Scandal. It was it Scandal? scandal. We, we, we've given the X now Scandal. No. Oh, The Real Housewives of Atlanta. So, this oh, came yes, on Sunday, it. and it had Twitter exploding. This Not was because the it reunion, was the part right? three of the reunion, the finale of the reunion and there was a heated argument between Kim Zolciak now you guys might remember her she was you know on the show the first few seasons and yeah. she left had her own show Married had like a football a player half dozen children um, but she basically you know and you gotta be honest Kim Zolciak became famous because 
or on the heels of these black women. She mm -hmm. was surrounded by, you know, four black women that first season. She was season, the only white one. The only white woman and was able to kind of be that down white woman with the black women. So apparently, you know, during this this finale, her and Nini got into this huge debate. She ended up walking off because, it, first did. of all, she was done, but she just like walked off very aggressively, very upset. Kim did. Kim did. Okay. Went into this bathroom and a producer runs and grabs Andy Cohen and is like, I need a camera and Andy Cohen. Brings Andy into the bathroom and in the bathroom is just Kim, Ooh, her drama. husband, Croy. You feel like you're a fly in the wall when you're watching too. But Kim just like unloads. She's crying. She's yelling at Andy. She was like, how dare you allow them to gang up on me? Five black women against one white woman. What? She was like, I just can't believe it. And all she, of a sudden what she she's tried to say, and I'm, and I'm paraphrasing, but what she said was that, you know, all the social media, you know, and, and everything has really just amplified racism. Because before all this, racism didn't really exist. Like, this would not have been an issue. The things that I've said that what? they're calling me racist for and the actions that I've done that they're calling me racist for, she was like, would not have been an issue if it were not for social media. So it's like, she basically was saying, first of all- And didn't she all, say no other white woman would be- Will be would, sitting down with five black women who are, who are calling her out. Uh, anyone else would have got up and left, she's saying. It was disappointing. Kim has apologized. Just let me keep the record straight. She put up on her Instagram yesterday an apology. What's the apology? Um, let me try and find it. It was whack. Please find it. It was bigity whack. Mm -mm. I think basically her head's on chopping block at, at, at Bravo. I'm sure Bravo is considering canceling her show, Tardy for the. They they paused production. Okay. Of her show, okay. This Brianna is a big deal. Racism is not a joke. Yes. So um, yeah. But she she apologized um some week. Well, somebody it. said, and, and you tell me on the reunion, I don't know if it was Nini who said it or Andy said it, something about her entire storyline this season. Andy, I'm sorry, said this season her entire storyline was based on negativity. It was, because one of the things she was saying in the bathroom while she was crying was that she feels as though Andy and Bravo, you know, didn't didn't uh, show her any, didn't show her in a positive light. And he was like, well, Kim, when he came overseas, he was like, there was nothing positive to show. Right. Everything, every situation that you encountered, you you know, she was arriving late, she had Croy dropping her off, she had a wine glass you can call in the hand. Croy. What's his name? Croy? <laughs> Troy. Troy. Croy. It it's is Croy. Croy. I think it's Croy. It's K not Troy. No, I think it's K to the R All to the O to the Y. Years, I Croy. thought the baby's name was Troy. Oh, so this, oh, this is oh. a really long apology, but at the end she says that I truly pray that people wishing horrible things on others and on me channel that energy into something positive. Our world will be a much better place if you do. I am committed to making this world a better place to live, and I'll continue to learn from and be open to all people, capital mm. A-L-L. Mm -hmm. And she apologized. The, the, this is a really, really long apology, yeah. but she does say her comments about racism not existing 10 years ago was made part of a larger emotional 45-minute conversation that was edited out. That's right. what she's saying. Bye, Kim. Mm, that's that. <laughs> Bye, Kim. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, moving on because, oh my goodness, I was in shock when this came. Oh, this is big news, y'all. This is Bill really Cosby big news. Found guilty of drugging and molesting a woman 14 years ago. Oh, boy. And it, it was. Um, the case where there was, I think, a hung jury. Yes, a year um, ago. A year, a year ago. ago. Mm -hmm. um, so it's the same plaintiff, Andrea Constand, Con mm -hmm. who says that he drugged her and sexually assaulted her when she was an employee at Temple University in 2004. Mm -hmm. um, and so there and was she was 30 years younger than him. She was 30 years younger than him. And I think she was, I don't know how old she was at the time. 
Um, but she was an employee there, not a student. But anyway, she says she drugged him, and then the next, uh, and I'm sorry, he drugged her, and the next thing that she knew, that she was being penetrated. Yep. That's her story. Yep. Um, during the last case, there was only one other accuser that was allowed to testify. Yes, in due this to a case, statute of limitations, right? In this, but in this trial, there were five other women mm-hmm. that were Including a, Janice accusers. Dickinson. Yes. Even though that was like 1982 when that happened. Yeah, they that still, was a long yeah, they time still, ago. Or they, still allowed those, her. they still allowed her to come on as a character witness. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, uh, you know, Bill and Cosby. And he's found guilty on three counts. Yeah, three yeah. counts. And he could serve up to 30 years in prison, which yeah, is a lot. counts That's, for, He's yeah. 80 years old, yeah, you know? 10 years for each count. And I got to say, I was watching the press conference um, on CNN on the way here and seeing him standing there mm-hmm. while his lawyer, I can't think of his lawyer's name, yeah. you know, talking to the press. Bill just looked absolutely crazy. He looked like he, you know, was just out of it. He was making these really weird faces, and I know he's yeah. visually and impaired, And you know he had too. an outburst in court. Yeah, he, he, and he used an obscenity. He was yeah. yelling at someone. He called, the, they were, uh, he called the DA an asshole. asshole. Yeah. yeah, because they were, I think the DA was trying to say he had a private plane that he could leave on, and they didn't want him to be released. Mm-hmm. The, the women that, you know, that were in the courtroom, some of his former um, victims, were actually saying they wanted him to be handcuffed and put in. They wanted to hear the sounds of, yeah. the, of the handcuffs clinking. I heard a woman on... On, on CNN say that, a former victim. But he was let go, $1 million bail, and he looked he looked absolutely crazy. Yeah. And I, I personally wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, I don't even know. I don't mm. even want to try to predict this, but I, I, I will be sho- I'll be shocked when I see him carted off to jail in handcuffs and literally go to jail. Wow. I just, I just can't visualize it. You don't have a Bill Cosby story. Ooh, wait. You've never heard this, Me right? You. <laughs> Years ago when I was at... Um, CNN, Headline News, I get this call from someone saying that they were Bill Cosby. Okay. What year is this now? This is, it was a long time ago. I love a good receipt. (laughs) Early 2000s. I'm crossing my legs now, y'all. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So I was like, get the fuck out of here. This is not Bill Cosby. But it was Bill Cosby. And he was calling me to tell me that the things that I was wearing on the air um, were basically, he, he was basically giving me wardrobe advice. He was saying a lot of black women on television get caught in the trap of thinking that we can only wear primary colors. You know, reds, yellows, oranges, blues, you know, like really, you know, bright, vivid colors. And he said, you would be surprised how pretty, um, you know, African-American skin looks in pastels and softer colors. I was like, really? And trust me, this was a long time ago, so I'm I'm paraphrasing. But basically, he put me in touch with um, a stylist that worked with him. I think she worked um, on the Cosby Show or something like that. Um, and he put me in touch with her, and she and I talked, and she sent me some clothes. Wow. Um, to wear on the air for free. For free. Wow. Sent me clothes. He and probably I was paid like, for them. I would I I didn't even question. Yep, she probably invoiced him. So so then I would talk to him every now Wait. and then. Oh my God. Every now and then Wait, I would talk to him. Did you have his number to call him? I did. His home number or I didn't have his cell, cell phone. phone number. Yeah. What in the what? So then um Where did this, I was living this in Atlanta. <laughs> I was living look at you taking a gulp. So I was I living in Atlanta at the time. Okay. And I was because CNN, HLN was, was, in yep, Atlanta. CNN yep. was there, yep. So he was coming to a nearby town, Dalton, Georgia, and giving a concert. At this point I had never seen him face to face, right? This is maybe Six months after I had first received that initial phone call, he was coming to Dalton. It could have been a year, but you know it wasn't. 
Um, I can't remember. But anyway, so he was coming to Dalton, and he said, bring whoever you want to the concert. So my sister couldn't go, so I brought my mother and one of my best girlfriends, and we drove to Dalton to go to the concert. He told us to come early, and we would have dinner backstage. He and his manager was there. I can't remember the manager's name. And there was a big round table, and they catered in Chinese food. Wow. And we all sat around and ate. I started bringing you pictures. We all, But I didn't know this was going to happen today. We all sat around and ate. And then we went and sat in the audience and watched the show. And he did a one-man stand-up show. And then after, we all went backstage, and he was gone. And he left wow. us all gift bags with shirts saying, hello, friend, which was a slogan he came up after the death of his son. Yep, yep. Um, I think he started a foundation with that name. So he left us these sweatshirts, and that was it. Wow. And then, but he and I still would talk after I left CNN and came to BET. I would talk to him from time to time. And then... We but just, I talked to him about what? Just my career. We okay. never talked about anything. You know, we would talk about news, my career, yeah, um, stuff like that. Did you like ever that. feel that he was um, sort of grooming now. you, or or even or even like approaching that sort of? No, I never place. ever felt in any way that he was behaving inappropriately towards me okay. or being suggestive in conversations that we had on the phone. I almost felt like he was trying to mentor me. Um, and that was it. I never felt in any other kind wow. of way. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, you hear stories like this, not to defend Bill Cosby. No, I and, think, and I don't say I that. I do think he's guilty, personally. I do think he's yeah. guilty. I do too. But I do have to say that there's black women, you're one of them. Oprah, I interviewed Oprah a few years ago, the name drop, um, and I was talking to her about this film, The Butler, that she was in. Mm -hmm. And I was asking her, there was this scene in The Butler where she was asking uh, her husband, Forrest Whitaker, how many pair of shoes Jackie Onassis had in the White House. I was like, Oprah, I got to know how many pair of shoes you have. Right. And she was like, well, Chris, you know, I think I have like a hundred or so. You, I wish yes, you could see I'm, the hair I'm, tossing like, right now. Forever. I think I have like a hundred or so. But she was like, you know, my friend Bill Cosby, she was like, back in the 90s when I began making a lot of money, like I began making a lot of money. I was like, girl, I know. I know how much she was making. She was like, um... <laughs> Bill Cosby was calling me up a lot. He began like mentoring me. And she said that one day he was talking to me and he was like, sis. And she was like, he calls me sis. And he was like, sis, you know, I want you to be an investing your money in artwork. That when you get to the amount of wealth that she was at, mm -hmm. you don't buy, you don't buy cars, don't buy clothes, don't buy jewelry, all that you know, the trends are going to change. Last. You'll toss those out in two years. He said, invest in artwork. And he connected her with this sculptor. I think she told me her name was Elaine Catlett. She was mm. like, look her up. She told me, Oprah was like, look her up. I was like, I will. And you did. And I did. <laughs> she was like, and I began buying sculptings. I began buying million dollar paintings. Oprah has some of the, like the rarest art right now yeah. that she owns. Like art that could be in the Met in New York City or right. the Whitney or the Schomburg. I'm like, sure. like multi-million dollar, close to billion dollar artwork that she purchased back in the 90s and is still purchasing. But what I got was this sense of Bill being a mentor and a big brother to her. Mm -hmm. And so I know that I don't think, you know, he was trying to victimize her. I think that he might have saw greatness in you just like he probably saw it in Oprah and literally yeah. wanted to call you up and say, hey, you know, don't don't buy, don't waste your money on X, Y, and Z. And just like you, don't don't waste your pretty on these bright colors. Right. You know, and and what I and what I say about that again, I'm I'm not defending no, Bill Cosby in any way. Um, I do think that um, he is guilty, mm -hmm. um, and it's unfortunate um, that this is what happens at the like this is the end of his story. Yeah. This is what he will be remembered for after all the great work that he's done um, for drugging and molesting women.
But let me just also just say, hearing you talk about the Me Too movement a little bit earlier, this would not have happened, I don't think, were it not for the Me Too and Time's Up movement. I really believe that the, the jury was hung last year because there wasn't this presidents. There wasn't a yeah. Harvey Weinstein. A year ago, there, there just wasn't. Because now it's in their heads. Now even it's though, in their heads. Even though they blocked, you're supposed to come in neutral. And the defense attorneys were very specific to say, don't aware. take a mob mentality. But think about this. Think about all the men who have lost jobs, who have lost these big salaries at Amazon and the mm. Harvey Weinstein. Bill O'Reilly. Bill Cosby is the first person to be convicted. Think mm -hmm. about that. In the whole Me Too Time's Up phenomenon, he's the first person, and he really was... Before Harvey Weinstein, and we had a hashtag to go with it, Bill Cosby was patient zero. Yeah, and Kevin Spacey could be next as mm -hmm. far as convictions, convictions go because now they're criminal charges. And I charges. think now there's a precedence. But I do have to say this one other thing. I know Brianna's given us the yes. rap, but I do have to say this because <laughs> it's an interesting point that you bring up with the mentality of people um, now that we're in this whole Me Too era. Men have to think about their actions and their interactions with women and not be so um, uh, careless. Not just Carefree. careless, but just cocky and confident, and just you know, just just not being smart about. Like we had, and I won't say the name of the person, but we had a black entertainer come into my show recently, New York Live, New York Live. Okay. and. I've known this brother for years, and one thing that I remember about him, and I like him a lot, is he gives very strong, aggressive hugs. Mm. Like, let me give, let me hug okay, stand up. Okay, okay. Let me this. demonstrate. <laughs> like, ooh, okay. Wow, and it's a lot. It's a lot. And it lasts. And that was I, a strong hug, y'all. And I always think to myself, <laughs> because I like him... Because he hugged me that way, yeah. and then he hugged my co-host that way. Okay. I've interviewed him over the years, so I kind of know him. You know, he, yeah. he remembers yeah. me. Yeah. I, of course, know him. He doesn't really know her. But even when years ago, when I first was around him, he did the same thing. There could be women that could take that the wrong way. Men mm -hmm. have to be careful with how they interact with women, who you invite up to your hotel room, who you, you know do certain things with you have to be careful about you know having women in your you know this is for the men who are not guilty of anything no no you know what i mean but and i that think that aren't preying on th women that aren't preying on yeah. women i think they all need to be careful with how you things need to change yeah. with how men and women interact with each other if you are not in a relationship I totally agree. You know what I mean? Yep. Especially if you're a brother. Mm-hmm. Because mm -hmm. you can catch a case real you quick. Look at Bill Cosby. Like I said, he set a precedence now in he our country. He definitely did. Yes. And it's going to trickle across, I think, a lot of different workplaces. Not just being fired, but these being criminal charges. Yeah. I think so, too. And we know how the justice system looks at black ooh, men. So wait, you got wait to on be it. Wait careful. on it. Speaking mm -hmm. of the justice system and, and black, black men. men, Meek Mill is out on bail. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Praise be. I have to say, this I love when you I say feel praise, like praise be. I watch a lot of Handmaid's Tales. Sorry, y'all. It. It's like in my vernacular now, and it's back also. I haven't also. even started on season two, but we'll, we'll save it for another podcast. We'll save it for another but podcast. But yeah, I got to say, I think that, you know, as somebody who covers entertainment and who's covered Hollywood and music, so often you see these, these you know, rappers unjustly convicted or imprisoned, and they come out, and when they do come out, they're not really navigating navigating it the right way. Mm -hmm. I look at Meek, and Meek has this incredible sit-down with Lester Holt that's and coming out. And an agenda. Out. And an agenda. I feel like he's coming out, and people fought for him. Kevin Hart's advocated for him. A bunch of folks. Wendy Williams on her show, constantly covering him. They picked him up in a him, helicopter. Which I do have to say, I 
I, I, I have problems with that. Why? Because I just feel like it's a little bit grand. It's a like glamorizing. You feel like he needs to be like low key. Yeah, be low key. You have. To, I think he has one or two kids that are like under the age of ten. Go see your children. He was at a basketball game the well, night he got out Wednesday night at a basketball game. Boy, listen. Go see your children. I, I don't know why he ended up at the game. I didn't know he had kids, and I, who knows he what that's. He has like situ- an eight-year-old son. I know for sure at least one. But listen. We don't know why he ended up at the game. I know Kevin Hart was there to pick Kevin him up. Kevin probably took him to the game on the helicopter. I don't know. Why not celebrate? I didn't <laughs> no, have a problem I agree. with that. I'm like, listen, you've been in prison since November. And your kids miss you since November. Go see your child. Celebrate you have, your that's, life No, a that's a responsibility, bit. though. How do you know the kids weren't at the game? I didn't. They weren't? Oh, they were. Oh, so pause. Rihanna I'm receipts. so sorry. Yes, we. Okay, I'm so sorry, Meek Mill. I apologize. <laughs> I deeply apologize. I, I rescind all of that. I mean, listen. You know, like when you don't know the whole story, just because people will think, you know, that seems like a huge th- thing to just too big to, to be picked up in a helicopter and a go game. to a you yeah. know playoff game. But I say celebrate life, and it's great that his kids were there. Yeah, but I think now he has even like the, the he has to level up like his social activism. That. No, he, he does. And he I, said and I'm that a, to I'm Lester hold Holt. him accountable for that. But I think he sees life in a different way, and I think he says I have a responsibility now to um, not just to myself, but the brothers up. that are locked up mm-hmm. and deal, that aren't famous that are dealing with what I'm dealing with. But the fact that this brother was, um, you know, basically. Uh, you know what I want to say on parole for 10 years. He said, there's a quote that I have right here from, from Lester Holt's interview. Yeah. He said, I ain't feel free since I caught this case at age of 19. I'm and now I'm 30. 30. That's, that's a crazy way to feel. And you got to yeah. think about all the brothers that we, you know, we live in New York City. I live in Washington Heights. You're yeah. in Harlem. The brothers walking around that might be feeling that burden that are on parole. That we don't yes. even know that they're on parole and, and feeling like that. He got that, arrested that for popping a wheelie on a motorcycle. No. And that shows you how flawed our criminal justice system is and but i hope only- that he joins forces with other people that have platforms that are in the same boat i think he will i mean he's got a lot of people in his corner jay-z wrote an amazing op-ed for the new york times back in november a couple of weeks after um, meek mill was arrested um but not only that um you know i think he feels and and what i love is he's taking on the responsibility mm-hmm. to be a voice for people who don't have a voice and are yeah, still in prison yeah. and he takes that very seriously. I mean choosing your first him. interview to be with Lester Holt yeah. in and what is it Dateline. Yeah. That shows you where your head's at. You yeah. he could have very well gone to a talk show with yeah. an audience and you know or done something with what is it Breakfast Club which yeah. is actually the music hip hop community but he went somewhere where he wants to elevate and level up. So I'm proud yeah. of him. All that I ask is Meek don't have lunch brunch dinner with Kanye West. That's all I ask. We're okay. gonna save that for a little while later. <laughs> okay. We're gonna just, save, but just don't have lunch, brunch, dinner, nothing, breakfast, anything. Stop it. <laughs> so usually we just do topic after topic after topic, but we saved Kanye for a very special segment mm. um, because there's much to discuss. So Kanye, can let me let me just give a quick little synopsis of what's going on. So you and you correct me because you really cover entertainment heavier yeah, than yeah. I do. So let's say very recently, maybe a couple of weeks ago, Kanye returned to Twitter, mm-hmm. and folks were excited. A lot of people were. Some people were skeptical, but a lot of people were. You know, he was posting about you know, Yeezy, this sneakers, this that, but he was mostly posting a lot of philosophical things. Mm -hmm. And his definition of of what he was doing was that he was writing a book on Twitter, basically. 
uh, very loosely kind of penning a book through these things that he was saying. And he really wasn't saying anything new, um, but it was interesting that, you know, he was saying the things that he was saying. Um, then, and I have to say that I was even impressed by some of the things that he was tweeting. I was like, okay, he's, you know, he's done the work. He took a break from being in the public eye. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then he came to the, supported a woman <laughs> named Candace Owens, um, who I'm not even going to give a lot of time. Okay. She's I didn't know her prior to this, I by the know way. Her. Okay. I did not know her. Someone on Twitter who I admire and respect said, let's not give her a lot of time and energy, so I won't. She's a conservative that says a lot of crazy things, Mm -hmm. such as she called Trump our savior. And she said that black people, black lives matter and black people who talk about the past, like slavery and Jim Crow and all kinds of discrimination, things like that, um, are victims. That we're living, we're victimizing ourselves and we need to stop being victims and stop talking about those things. We need to live in the present and be grateful for what we have now. If y'all could see my eye rolls right now. Child. Okay. So anyway, first he, you know, he he was supportive of her. He said, he, I like the way she thinks, right? And then people became aware of who she is. Then he had this, a pitch posted the Make America Great Again hat on his head. Yes. Then he went out and tweeted that, and I'm, I don't remember exactly what he tweeted, but he said something in support of Trump, yep. saying that he liked Trump or something, which caused his he wife- said He said, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything he does. That's what makes us individuals, and we have the right to independent thought. And Twitter erupted with people saying, okay, this is mm-hmm. it. Tons of people unfollowed Including him. Including his wife yeah, told him it ain't right. Well, his wife, because he came back and had a funny tweet about my wife told me that my I My wife needed- just called me, and she wanted me to make <laughs> this clear to everyone. I don't agree with what Trump me. does. I don't agree 100% with anyone but myself. But that was said, funny. But she said that after, let me tell you, he lost 10 million followers on Twitter, including Rihanna, Katy Perry, Rita Ora, Nicki Minaj, Kendrick Lamar, John Legend, Chrissy Teigen, Ooh. Janelle Monet, Jaden Smith, The Weeknd, Ariana Grande. Oh, wait. Kylie Jenner, Kourtney Kardashian, Khloe wow. Kardashian. Wow. The in-laws. His in-laws. The in-laws. Drake. I didn't know the Kardashians and Kourtney and Khloe unfollowed him. Yeah, but here was the last straw. But, if, if you weren't done then, here was the last straw for me. So John Legend, and I hope this is in here. Yeah, um, I have it right here. Uh, so I got it. John I'm looking Legend at it right now. sent a private, here it is, sent a private um, text to Kanye um, saying, Hey, it's JL. I love that he calls himself right? JL. I hope you'll reconsider aligning yourself with Trump. You're you're way too powerful and influential to endorse who he is and what he stands for. And it goes on and on, right? Kanye basically says, Oh, and I can't see this for some well, reason. Well, he he ends up keep he keeps oh, on saying is. He said, Kanye says, I love you, John, and I appreciate your thoughts. You bringing up my fans or my legacy is a tactic based on fear used to malip- manipulate my free thought. Okay, and I'm gonna put this out there, and I don't wanna be like somebody who's trying to. But, but let to... me just say that Kanye tweeted that private oh, text conversation text between he Girl, and John I got Legend. It saved on my phone. I, 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 I feel like I wanna have this saved just pretending Forever John Legend. Just that John Legend tweets me or, or, or sends me text messages. Sorry. I wanted to save it. But I gotta say, what I think is disturbing is I don't think Kanye is in a good place mentally. I, I don't think Kanye came back to Twitter on his own. 
I think that someone in his team said, okay, bro, you got back-to-back albums coming out this summer. Not just Kanye's albums. He has, I think, five albums in total, including his, with artists that he's working with. Like Nas, he produced Nas' album that's coming out this summer. Has Nas um, said anything Tiana about Taylor, this? Tiana Taylor, he's doing her album. Mm. He's, he's, you know... This is his summer. This is the summer of Kanye. So I think that his someone in his team, maybe it's AR, maybe it's his PR team, says, dude, you gotta get back on Twitter. You need to get back out there. You need to like let people you think. hear you from don't you. Know this, but you in think. my mind, in yeah. my mind, in I'm mind. like okay. Wendy, in my yeah. mind, this is the scenario that happened. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. I don't think Kanye knows the power of Twitter anymore. I think Kanye was on Twitter before Twitter became this sort of news hub for all these major publications to pull from and get statements from the artists. And even Kim, Kim calling him, Kim call, his wife calling him and telling him to take down these tweets or to, re, to, 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 to ask well, for forgiveness. Say, take them down. But to, but to clarify what you really mean well, she was, shows she was you one thing. About it with but him. also, I got to say, the fact that you mentioned Kourtney Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, they know Kanye beyond just Twitter. This is why I think something's wrong with him. I really believe he's having a meltdown. I saw photos of him leaving the studio wearing his Trump Make America Great um, hat. He does not look well. Remember on the clumps whenever the, the mom said um, he does not look well? Kanye does not look well. He's out of shape in a way that I never have seen him out of shape. Yeah, and you I, sent me a picture today. Yeah, I really believe he's just not well. And I think that Courtney and Kylie and all those folks unfollowing him was not based on the tweets. I believe they know that Kanye is not well. And they probably no longer, that might be the icing on the cake, but I think that Kanye, he's not in a good place. Just looking at him, he's not in a good place. I don't think that they would unfollow them given their track record for being a supportive kind of family unit. I don't think that they would unfollow him if he were mentally unstable, but I think that they would unfollow him if they felt like, like there have been reports um, you know, not from news sources, but gossip out there that yeah. he's been fighting with a lot of people, including their mother, Kris Jenner, mm-hmm. um, in a very combative way. Not physical, but just getting into a lot of arguments and fights with her. And let me just get this out here. Kim yeah. Kardashian has come out and said that, she, that there's no mental health problem. That's She's what I want to say. She's saying that mental yeah. health is not a joke and the media needs to stop spitting out that so much casually, bottom line. But I'm just saying from the outside looking in, yeah. he does not look like Kanye. And I've I've been around Kanye yeah. Yeah. Several times, I've I've I tacked, I, I've talked to him at parties. I I was in the room with Kanye the day I was a page at NBC in two thousand and five, two thousand and six, wow. and during the hurricane um, in 05, Whenever he was in on the um, seventh floor of Thirty Rock, sixth floor of Thirty Rock, getting ready to, to do the hurricane telethon before he went on air and said President Bush hates black people. I was yeah. with him in Katrina. his dressing room. Yeah, that was my job as wow. a green room page to be in the green room of all these different pages and at what NBC. Was he like? This, he was like a college kid. He felt like, an, like you know, I was fresh out of college. He wasn't that much. He's five years older than me, but it felt like he was still in that but young, he cool seem like face. This free he was thinker. so cool. And I remember, I remember me and him talking about Hurricane Katrina, like literally in his green room. MSNBC was on. You know, in Thirty Rock, most times you have on like the news feeds. So this is before in your the green George room. Bush hates. Black, it was it was literally people. during the telethon. They assigned NBC <gasps> oh pages God. to be around, you yeah. know, and to be in different green rooms to you know escort different guests to be handlers, and that was my job. I was this you know kind of cute, well spoken guy of course who you had been were. doing. I was my assignment was at the time the Today Show green room, so I already was like I just came over after my shift and worked like that whole night. We were all working like crazy hours due to Hurricane Hurricane Katrina. And he was this woke, just pro-black brother. And I really feel like what we've seen 
over the years, it's he been this spiral. It's been you? this. Uh, it's been this spiral of him kind of losing control of who the who the essence of Kanye truly is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to point a finger at the Kardashians. Don't. But I want to say so much. He's lost so much swag, so much wokeness, so much authenticity with regards to being a black man yeah. in 2018 and 2017, 2016, all these years since he's been with the Kardashians. I really but feel like that. I just take, I, I have an issue because it's, it's, it's just kind of borderline sexist to me to accuse these women of having these magic vaginas that can just strip a man of his blackness and his masculinity and, and all this stuff. I mean, what are they doing but can that's I say turning one thing? him into something different? What, what did they do to make him, you know, unwillingly? I mean, it seems like he willingly married Kim. He courted her. He wanted to be a part of you know, and he has his own entity. He has his own thing. He's Kanye West. Yeah. He's yeah. not falling into, he didn't need the Kardashians. So what is it that they've done to him? And, and, and these other men, what are they doing? You know, people talk about the Kardashian curse. It's such bullshit. Like, Listen, what are, what, what are they doing to men? What and are wanna, they doing? I want to also just say, if the Kardashians didn't have vaginas and they were men, I would still feel the same way about them. I think that they're sort of toxic for society. The, the, the fact that Kim, But what are they doing to these men, though, is what I'm saying. Men, what are they doing that these men are attracted to them, they want to, and, and maybe attracted to I think that their the Card- whole marketing well, the thing. thing. They're probably attracted to that life and yeah. what they can gain from it. So they go in with... Willingly, no one's drugging them and dragging them. No, it's the so true. Compound. It's so true. But I think that if you if you take away, if you wipe away who Kim is, I think Kim. If you take away all the the butt implants, the the enhancements that she's done to make her look more like a black woman, more like a sister, you see a basic white girl who, in Khloe Kardashian, all of them, Kylie Jenner, they all have ma- they've gotten their lips bigger like black women. They've they've enticed black men with these enhancements and these features that aren't. But authentic. you say it like and they put a mind, drug out there. These men booty go, is a drug. Booty. Go, no, it's not. With, I men promise go you. Willingly. I promise you. If Kim did not choice. have that body, if 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 Chloe didn't have that body and and the features, these men would not be gravitating towards them. What does it matter what they've done to their bodies? These men have a choice. No one drugged Kanye. And I agree. Said, I agree. You know, he made a conscious I'm not defending choice him. not to. <laughs> yeah, take a big sip. He made a conscious choice not just to to date and be in Kim's world, but to marry her, to father her children. He made those choices. You know what I mean? He, Nobody... tweeted, out, he tweeted out this photo that said, someone said he was in a sunken place. He tweeted out a photo yeah. of, of the Kardashian estate that he's in. He said, I am not in the sunken place. And the picture of this photo, I'm sorry, when you're with a Kardashian, you are in a sunken place. How? Because did you watch, did you watch Get Out? Just like, just yes, like, just like that girl had a wall with black men pent up that she actually took down oh. or that she had. I really believe the Kardashians in a lot of ways, they literally target black men. To take them down. Maybe not that. That's extreme. So, but, no, no, I, I will agree with you that they are attracted to black men. They're attracted and why to a certain they type they of black because men, black men are they're, they're wonderful. A certain kind of black man, and I a feel black like man who's that they're also, in a lot of ways, they're they're constantly appropriating black culture in the end to make them sort of have like the card and the past to do that I is by having di- a black man and on their I arm. And I do not disagree with you on any of that. But mm-hmm. what I am saying is, when you're These dealing men, with black a grown men are going, we can ass man, yes, I know. How does what? 
what if that's what they're doing, then don't date them. But can we? But can we agree? Doing, it, no, no. That Kanye was doing, broken when he met Kim, and that Lamar was broken when he met Chloe. Lamar was strung out. Kanye was a hot mess. His mother just died. He was lashing out at paparazzi. He had to go to like a rehab facility because of that. Kanye was not a well man. And I feel like the Kardashians. What's not well about him? What do you <laughs> he mean? He wasn't well when because he met his her. Died? He was broken. He was in a very broken place. He talks about it. Listen, we talked about how Kim. He talks about how Kim was like his saving grace, and Chloe was Lamar's saving grace. He's admitted that too. And so, what are you saying? These are women, you saying just like that, they take on broke, get out. They take broken <laughs> men, and they do what? They prey on them. Pray how? They find these men that are that are these stars, that are these public figures that are uh-huh. famous. And that I feel these like these men who want to date them, they don't go and drug them, them and drag who to, them. Who into want to be with another star, who love the star power of, of it all. They might not want to be a part of, of the reality show, right. but they do love the bodies and the and, and, and the star power that these women have. And also, they kind of do love being a part of a family. The Kardashians are a really great family. It's a great and family. And no shade to the Kardashians. I actually do like them. Um, I but I don't like I don't like the fact that I think there's this sort of history of them preying on black men. Pray. And I do feel when that way. I pray, really feel that why? way. But that might that to, might need to be a whole podcast. To, but you have to define that. Well, I'm, think I about get, it. Listen, they're attracted to black men. Yes. They cycle through them. They cycle through what, black men. What do you mean and cycle they, through? Look at Blake Griffin, who, who Kim Kardashian married. She, uh-uh. she, it wasn't Blake was it? Griffin. What's his name? Blake? It was an NBA... It was an NBA. Sorry, Chris, sorry, y'all. I don't watch. She, I don't watch. He wasn't black. Chris Humphrey. Sorry, he wasn't black. Wasn't he okay? No, either, wasn't he? Wasn't he light skin black? He was not black. Are you sure? I'm what was positive. He? he was not black. Okay, but either way, I do feel like <laughs> they tend to go after men that are, are are sort of like in need of of a fix up, like a fixer upper. I have Kanye a girlfriend who does broken. that. I have a girlfriend who loves a fixer upper. She's a she's she's a producer. Well, can she I tell, loves but, getting with men who are broken and trying to fix them. But can I tell you my problem? I, I, there are plenty of women who do that. But my other How problem are they is praying that because on they're men. they're luring in these men. Luring? On, they're luring. Think about they're what you're saying. In these what are they putting out? Candy? <laughs> they're putting out fake all their fake assets. Nothing about Kim posted. Let me tell Kim you, I went to the, the NBA All Star this year. But I listen, cannot tell you but, how many fake asses and breasts that I, I saw. agree, but I can it's tell you. Everywhere. I can tell you a lot of black women that don't have that they got they got there are a lot of black the, women the who women do. that kanye there are a lot spoke of white about in his first do. two albums were the sisters that have body that kanye shifted over and, so, and became somebody who wanted to be with this commercially enhanced he was kim with, kardashian he was put with out Amber photos Rose before true who's that's very true. enhanced that's very true so what did she prey on him no. He, listen, but if I that, would almost listen, co-sign Amber is, more than If Kim. that is what he is attracted to, then that is what he goes after. Nobody preyed on him. He walked into that willingly. You know what I mean? I'm no defender of the Kardashians. I'm not either. But I'm tired of people trying to make like there's some kind of curse. Like these women are just preying on men. That's just bullshit. It just is. But can we just confess? It's just but, crazy. But can we say one thing though? So Kim Kim put out photos in the last 24 hours since Kanye. Nude photos. Nude photos. And looking at her body, I just feel like 
she's so fake and everything about her body is so enhanced. Why would you put out these photos as though they're works of art when nothing about you is real? When From I get my lips to your face to your butt to your thighs to your boobs, everything about you is that's not your body. But what do you so what? If that, I'm just saying she's not if that's who she is, so what? I need Joy here to defend me. I no, think Joy you would don't. Be, I feel like Joy would be here and Joy would be saying that she we would. need she to probably would. that we need to put a pause on the what? Kardashians. There are plenty of black women that have fake boobs, fake asses, fake this. There are plenty of other white women who have the same. Why is that well, you know, a crime? Ever since I saw Get Out, going back to your other point, ever since I saw Get Out, I think about how she sort of purposefully preyed on Jordan Peele and other black men. To kill them and Get okay, Out? Okay, let's not talk about killing. Let's just say she tried, this woman they tried to out, suck away their swag. That's what they did. What? And and they want to have kids with them. They they she had a kid with she so had she two kids with Kanye West. She wants to have a family. <laughs> she wants, she wants to have that, kids. and she wants to have a kid with a with, with a black mixed... man of a certain swag. So, but then I feel how, like if you it, how many women out there, you know, black women and white women want to date successful black men? A lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot. A lot. So okay, what are okay. they doing? I wish y'all could see this look. I, 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 I'm just saying. I'm losing this battle. No, I'm losing this battle because you are a woman. So ultimately, you, you, this is personal. It, you know, in it's, a sense. Well, because I, I am a woman, and yeah. and it's true, and I know plenty of women who have enhanced. So I'm gonna stay in my little lane over here. In, in but I do want to say whether it's Botox or this or that. Listen, we all want to do things to make ourselves look better. It mm -hmm. may be to the extreme with the Kardashians, particularly Kylie, who doesn't look anything like. Like what she looked before, but I still—that's her choice. No, I agree. I it's her I choice too. I don't hold it against them, and I don't think that it, it it turns them into weapons to prey on black men. I just—I'm just saying the words and the language that people talk about this whole Kardashian um, curse. When I say that these men, those are the kind of women that they want. Yeah. They want women with the perky boobs and the and the big asses, whether it's real or fake. They mm -hmm. go into that knowing that. So, and so that's their choice. To sum this all up, you think Kanye would be in this sunken place without the Kardashians? Just, just bottom line, where he's at with the Trump hat and what he's tweeting, you think that he would have just wound up there? Uh, I, I do. Okay. I, I think that. So should we just give up on Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. I unfollowed done? him today. Really? I did. I unfollowed wow. him on Twitter because wow. I followed him when he came back on Twitter because, I, like I said, I was impressed, honestly, by some of the things that he was saying. But now I can't with the Trump stuff. Yeah. I can't be a part of that. You know what? I'm curious to hear what his music sounds like. At the end of the day, that will be the final judgment for Has it been great lately? Me. It hasn't. It right. really hasn't. And I feel like he's in this other you place. You blame the Kardashians He's in this sunken too. place. And he's lost his swag. So <laughs> I'm going to just wait and hear the music. And oh, if it's really wiggity wiggity whack, I'm going to unfollow him. Listen, uh, listen. Oh, you're waiting on the music to unfollow? I'm waiting here. He put out some bangers back in the day. You yeah, never know. Did. Listen. But it sounds Monster like. Monster is like But can I say favorite. Kanye's 40 years old now. And I feel like he's having some kind of a, a male midlife crisis. Here's what I wish. Even I, and I, I respect Kim's tweet saying that you can't attach mental illness to him. That's the media saying. I agree with you yes. that I think I have no proof of me, this. I do. I <laughs> often agree with you, but yeah, I you agree do. with I know, I know, I know. I agree that there is some kind of mental illness that he is dealing with. Yes. Whether he's bipolar 
or has a personality disorder. I believe, I have no proof of this, mm-hmm. that there is something going on. And I think it would strengthen um, their support for him and people to rally around him if they were honest about that. Yeah. And if yeah. they were talking about what kind of, I think it would empower a lot of other people out there dealing with mental illness if they would talk about it mm-hmm. and own it. Um, 100%. So I don't support what I believe to be the denial of that. Yeah. Because I just the say way it. I see him behaving, mm-hmm. it seems like mental illness to yes. me. Yes, and my father, I grew up with a dad who was schizophrenic, full-blown mm. schizophrenic, and bipolar, and depressed, a lot of different things. But he was in the military. But he was medicated yeah. on Prozac. So I know what schizophrenia looks like. Yeah. And it feels like even that response to John Legend, where he was saying, like, what you're telling me is you're afraid and fear, it, it just sounded like he had some kind of, even like a PTSD of some sort. Yeah. It sounded erratic. So I do hope that if there is a man, I'm not saying there is one, yeah. but if there it is, seems like he there gets is. the help that he needs before he spirals out of control. Because this is only getting going to get worse next week. Yeah, if he's surrounded by people that are like, you know, snapping their fingers every time he tweets yeah. and like, yes, genius, yes, mm-hmm. yes, Kanye. Uh-uh. But you know what? Thank God for Kim, his lovely wife. <laughs> I'm because you know what? She at least is trying to get him on the right track. I feel like Kim's going to, wherever she's at, because she had to call him. So that means maybe she's like yeah. traveling abroad. When she gets home, back to the estate, the sunken place estate, <laughs> she's going to get him all the way together. Okay? Well, listen, she, he has, he's the father of her three kids. Yeah. And she's talking about having and more. And Chloe's going to come over, and so is... Kylie, I want to come over and get them together. I hope so. Yes. Even though they've unfollowed him. We don't know. Look at you. Kardashian hater. They're such great women. (laughs) Ooh. Y'all didn't hear Brianna. Brianna She said, them some hoes. Ooh. Listen. Brianna, can you get a microphone, please? Because Jackie just won't let me... (laughs) I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Because live. listen, people just, it's its a lot of hate. It's a lot of hate on these girls for being about their business. Listen, yeah. if they if they want to get with successful men and have sex with them and have children with them, listen, what's wrong with having yeah. sex? We'll see who's what's next. What's wrong with being some, with someone who's successful? We'll see who, who, who Kim marries next. I, why are you saying she's going to divorce She's going to cycle through them. I'm, so, I'm just telling y'all readers. You think she's going to divorce I give, them, I give it another two years. Once, once, Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think so? And also, once he loses his star power, I I feel like this next album is going to be make or break for him. If it's bad, you know, you might see Kim file for divorce. It'll yeah. be it'll be a, a storyline on the show. They do have some troubled men around uh-huh. them. And Scott she'll go Disick, on to the next one. Lamar, mm. Tristan. They're man How eaters. They, Brianna, they get the not, microphone, please. She said no, they're man she's eaters. They're man eaters. See, I do think they prey on a certain type of man. Yes. Tristan is weak? Are you yep. kidding me? His basketball game is No, but let me tell you, uh-uh. Basketball that has no, no. But let me together. but let me tell yep. you, let me tell <laughs> No, she's saying if you can hear her, that his Praise basketball be. game Tristan's has sucked since he's been with but Chloe. Chloe. But let's talk about the fact that Tristan was engaged to a pregnant engaged. woman who he chose to leave to be with Chloe. He made that choice. Okay, but so, also, also, so, so pause. So, Chloe so also the, made a choice to engage with a man who was who had a pregnant wife. Yeah. If I was Chloe, I would have said, you but, know what, you got a pregnant no, woman, no, no, let no. me back away and from this. And I would this. have too, but I don't but have the But she's a hussy. But listen, I would too. But Chloe did not have the bond with that woman. Tristan did. So now but he- But Chloe's a grown woman that can get any man she wants. Why are you chasing a man who has a baby on why, the way? Why didn't he- and younger than you. Why did fall he back, st- Chloe? How is it her fault? That is sexy. Because she has a mind of her own too. She should fall Why back. Why did he and you have not the responsibility stay with the mother of the his child? Of womanhood. Why to did let he this woman not- have this child? She don't and- know this woman. But you, but you 
Them. No. Now you got this whole story. I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm at listen. I'm Mike next time, y'all. No, she like, can she's dropping up. knowledge. No, because what she's I'm saying knowledge. is here's the thing is men, people, society constantly want to blame women who are the other women for breaking up marriages, for having relationships with Only married men. Last no, 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 no. No, but here's my thing. All. Listen. <sighs> He had those vows. He decided to get engaged. He gave that ring. If a man is breaking his vow and his commitment to a woman, then he, no one can make him do that. Agreed. And I don't feel sorry for, for uh, Chloe right now because he's, there's video out of him cheating and, and philandering on the day the right. child's being born, then the eve of the child being born. And I will say, I you don't... You get what you signed up for, Chloe. And I, you know and what I kind of man you that. got with. I don't feel sorry for her Ooh. because I think it is unwise for women to get involved with men that are committed yeah. to other women. Even if it's even if it's like my marriage isn't working out, I have a girlfriend, but we're not cool. I've been in tons of those situations mm -hmm. having conversations, and I'm like, mm-mm. But that's my choice. Yeah. What I'm saying is for the man to be committed to another woman and to make that choice. Let's be sure not blame women no, I'm for not. breaking I'm up not. relationships. No, no. It's I'm not blaming Chloe's Kardashian fault. So, so no, what I'm saying is. Be very clear, sisters. No. <laughs> so, so, it is not okay. Chloe's fault that Tristan is off his game. He's responsible for his own game as an athlete. <laughs> he is responsible for his own commitment as a man. Yeah. And if he can't hold to that, you cannot blame a woman for that. That's yeah. his fault. Shame on Tristan. And you Tristan. can't blame her for breaking Lamar either. And you she can't did. blame Kim for breaking Kanye. I cannot. Okay? I cannot. Okay? I'm just saying you can't you blame just, them. You, <laughs> you, they, are, they did not break them. They didn't them. do anything. Nope. They did not Nothing. break them. They nope. did not. Nope. They did not. You are just <laughs> not going to say that up here. I'd have fallen you keep to. I never thought I would leave you. What are you going to do for you this weekend? This is the end of this podcast. You know what? I'm going to try some more of these vegan. I'm trying to eat healthy. Oh, we got to talk yes, about these. Yes, Jackie gave Hippins. me these uh, hippies. Hippies, vegan white cheddar organic chickpea puffs. I don't know I what think it it's is. hippies. 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 And I always thought <laughs> vegan white cheddar cheese puffs would cost $7. $2.99 on the dollar. They're so at I'm the gonna have, I'm going to try to eat healthier, y'all. Spring's coming. That's a good I one. I was telling Jackie earlier on the You've phone. You've been in the gym that hard. people, the guys out here on Instagram, I don't know if it's fake or not, the six pack are real summer's coming like they say in game of thrones the winter's coming the yes, summer is coming yes. and i have to get right so i'm gonna for you me good, i'm gonna Chris. eat healthier you really you know do. what but this shirt and this tank top underneath this shirt hides the multitude of sins so stop say that to me when we're on the beach this summer <laughs> when we're on the beach this summer <laughs> and you see this body <laughs> say i look good then okay you look great you really you should do. go to martha's vineyard i never have been Oh, you haven't? No, can we go to summer? You would love it. We Let's should go, go this for a summer. Weekend. I can drive us there. Here's the thing. Joy and her family, they get a house for a week. She told me about we that. We should just go Let's go. Them. We should just I never go have get been. in on that. And I'll reveal the body then. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Uh, okay, what am I what doing, doing, doing for, for me you? this yes. weekend? I will be getting on board the Tom Joyner Fantastic Voyage. Oh, so we jealous. set sail on Sunday. So there'll be no podcast next week. Because and no R. Kelly on the cruise, right? No R. Kelly. But Chris Brown was booked. I heard that he canceled though. I don't. I haven't hmm. been able to find that anywhere. A little birdie told me that he was booked, okay. but has canceled. Well, who is booked? Who are like the headliners? Anita Baker, okay. um, Babyface, SWV, wow. um, In Vogue. I love In Vogue's new song, by the way. Inye Twins. Mm, okay, you gotta have somebody uh, random. Um, One Twelve. Oh, I love One Twelve. Yeah, okay. the OJs. 
Um, I'm gonna come next year. I never have been. I'm gonna come oh, next year. You would love it. You would I think Joy and I should both go. It. You should. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we would have. She needs to go on a cruise. She needs yes, to unplug. She, does. she needs to make more time to unplug. Listen, yes, she does. And do things like that. She yes. definitely does. I'm you would hold love her it. to that. So follow me on social media because I'm gonna be talking all about this cruise. Yes. And next year you've got to go. I'm down. Yeah, because Tom be Joyner is retiring. Um, in a year and a half, so this may be his last cruise. Oh no! I we have to go. So I gotta go. go I gotta be very go. Celebratory. Yes. All right. So thanks to our friend Chris Witherspoon for joining us today. I love you, you Kardashian hater. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Follow them on social media. That's so funny. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at Witherspoon C on Facebook. You're Chris Chris Witherspoon. Wait, are, do you go by the pronoun them? No, I'm just no he. Oh, that that's her. her. <laughs> that's like, a whole other podcast, well, you know, y'all. But it's just that. he. No, it's just he. I love that you asked, though. That shows that I'm, you are you are woke in the I'm queer culture. I'm trying to get it yes, right. I'm yes. trying to get it right. We're gonna go with he. Listen, okay. Okay. Uh, follow uh, us on social media. <laughs> read this. Read that. We're at read this. Read that on Twitter. Is read this. Read that. Leave off the T for savings. Yes. Um, and be sure to follow um, Joy on, or be sure to watch AM Joy this Saturday and Sunday at. 10. Especially this Saturday and Sunday. Especially this Saturday and Sunday. uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on MSNBC. And y'all tweeted her. Show her some love. What's the hashtag, Chris? Uh, Why we need joy. Why we need joy. Why we we need need joy. joy. Why we need joy. Yes. Why we need joy. Hashtag her and just show her some love, you guys, right now. Yes. And you guys can catch Jackie on the Tom Joyner Morning Show every Tuesday and Friday, 8.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also on NBC's New York Live weekdays, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in Boston on NBC's The Hub Today, weekdays at 12.30. Chris, it's always great to have you here. You know, this is this is home for me. I know. You are. You're like yes, family. Yes. It's very comfortable and cozy to I'm have you here. Available. We love you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show for this week. Make sure to tell your friends. Download. Follow us on social media. All that stuff. Follow Chris Witherspoon and all that he's doing. <laughs> we love him. Clink, clink, everybody. Bye. Clink, clink. <laughs>